0: Hello and welcome to the AFL footy fill-up qualifying finals. We're excited. We've had a week off, we're fresh, and we've got the two stars to deliver all the bets today. Jacob Wilson from Champion Data. Welcome, Jaggy. Thanks, Dicker. Great break from you. You've just put the feet up as a resident nerd had, had the blanket over. He hit the spring. He's dropped the blanket and he's gone from planned double strength
1: hot chocolates. You're just a bit stepping of it up. Nintendo sixty four in the break. <laughs> that's really, some
2: cool stuff. <laughs> <And> our
0: resident <laughs> newshead. Speaking of cool, he is the cool cat around town. Yes. Jay Clark, welcome. Jay. Hello,
2: Dick. I Can't wait for this weekend of uh, finals, particularly Friday night. Geelong and Collingwood should be an absolute beauty. I think Thursday night's game. It's when you can just put a bit of folding in the wall to kick off a uh, <laughs> massive bumper uh, uh, first round of finals, mate.
0: All right, before we get to the first game, which is a qualifying final, the footy fill-up multi will be at the end of the show with the enhanced odds section. That's where you can find it. All right, stick around for that. Jacob Wilson. Yep. I lean to you, Steve Urkel, because this qualifying final, West Coast, raging favourites against Essendon. How do you see this? Well, I've dived
1: into the computer, and sometimes when you dive in, you find some numbers. Some go one way and some go the other way, and you think you a... Yeah, I don't know where to go. This time, I've looked at it, and I kept pulling out numbers. I kept pulling out numbers, and everything just leans West Coast yeah. way. Every time I pull one out, it said, back the Eagles in. So looking at just percentage, let's start simple. The percentage this year, the Bombers across the season had the 13th best percentage making them, the, they should be a bottom six team that's made finals. The Swans who finished 15th had a better percentage than Essendon across the season. I think that's a really good measure just of how the season went for you. Mm. Um, so the fact that they're on 13th for it just makes me red alarm straight away, saying this is this is a great chance to back a team who had, West Coast had the sixth percentage against the team that had the 13th percentage, best percentage across the season.
0: I well, know you're fresh, but it's your boon on isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh, no. Winding
1: up. I'm going to lie. So I'm going to go. Just first off, the, my first recommendation is just get on West Coast gently. 28 and a half. <laughs> them on the line. Just no, gently Just get, get on. some money. Sort of go each way on them. Have a bit on the place and have a bit on the on the nose as well because. West Coast to win by 60-plus at $5 over wow. as well. Essendon, you look at their finals record since 2001, and they've lost, I think, four of their, their five finals uh, by 60-plus. So I think Essendon fans are just worried about going over there and getting blown away. And I think they are going to get uh, blown away in this final.
0: Just before we get to you, Jay, and mm-hmm. uh, he makes a very valid point, Essendon in 2017, 12 wins 105%. 18, 12 wins 105%. This year, 12 wins 95%. So yep. they are well down... But they have made the finals for the first time in a long time.
2: Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with John Worsfold's future. Certainly, he's um, planning to be uh, at uh, Essendon next year. I'm on singing from exactly the same hymn sheet as Jacob, so I got West Coast at the line, twenty-eight uh, point line. I think that's money for jam. But also, West Coast win by fifty is three dollars fifty. So that's where I'm looking for this one. I spent um, two hours at Tullamarine for Essendon training uh, on Monday. Uh, Dico, I saw Michael here. who has a right shoulder problem, raised his right arm only once in an hour and a half. The only time he tried a right arm full-blooded spoil on Sean McKernan, McKernan clunked it and then Hurley ran around for the next two or three minutes, wincing with his shoulder um, hanging by his side. So he'll play, what is it, 13 days after uh, hurting his shoulder. He'll really struggle. Fantasia came off, uh, sore knee, sore hip. Uh, Bell Chambers, light duties. Heppels light duties, sore foot. So while the numbers are saying West Coast, to the eye, if you watched them Train on Monday, you think there's a whole lot of uh, question marks over the fitness of Essendon players as well. So they're limping to the line. I think you just load up on the Eagles.
0: If you're singing from the same hymn sheet, were you a choir boy back in the day? Worst singer of all time. <laughs> Have you seen Sister
1: Act? i yep. <laughs> that's will what, that's what be Goldberg. That's what I'll be doing after Thursday night. I love it. So I think as well you can look back at the last time these two teams met in round 14. Yep. They went over to the west, the Bombers, and they lost by 35. Now you think, uh, 35, That was really generous to the Bombers. If you look at expected scoring, West Coast, who are typically really accurate in front of goal, were poor that night. So expected scoring actually had the Eagles winning that match by 68 points, not 34. So they cost themselves throughout that year, uh, throughout that match. And Josh Kennedy took eight marks inside 50. He's been dramatically out of form Mm -hmm. for the season, but kicked three goals five. Josh Kennedy doesn't kick three goals five in a game. He kicks five goals three or six goals two. So. Just in that game, they were they were blown out of the water, and the only thing that kept it uh, somewhat close was the yeah. fact that
2: West Coast were inaccurate on goal. And I like West Coast to score in this game. they got some firepower. Very good. Lightning quick at ground level. I like Liam Ryan, three plus goals. Aerially, uh, with a question mark over Hurley, are they going to have that, that coverage in the air defensively? So I think Liam Ryan's one who can get off the chain. $3.70 for three goals. Just a little sneaky snipe. Well, it's a,
0: like a good start, and you're coming in fresh because yeah. you've I've gone got got the 60 plus point. 50 plus. I've got plus. one more. This <laughs> thing,
1: i found so many points in this game. I've got one more for you. Go on. So when West Coast win the contested possessions by three over the last, uh, I think it's four years, yeah. they haven't lost a match. The Bombers are the worst contested possession team in the league over the last Nugget. nine weeks. That is why Nugget. we claim the big bucks. That's so, why he
0: is on more zeros than anyone in this yeah. office. If yeah. West
1: Coast can, which they should win the contested possessions, they'll win this match. ching
0: ching Yep. Pay rise, yeah. Jacob Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. All right, while you're talking about the big sticks with Josh Kennedy, talk us through the first goal scorer market.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at Josh Kennedy in that market. Now, what I've done is I've gone back to the, the database and I've looked for the, ten, the players who've kicked the most first goals in finals. Now, topping that list since 1999 is Alistair Lynch with five. Ooh. Now, there are three players uh, tied in second. So one of these is also playing this weekend. Adam Goods is up there. Mm-hmm. Josh Kennedy, who we're, we're taking in this market. The other one's Travis Varko. So maybe just, if he does get a chance of getting dropped, but if he does get picked, he loves a first goal in finals. I think we all remember he's done it a couple of times in grand finals. All right, know. before we
0: get to the next game, which is the qualifying final, Geelong and uh, Collingwood, you have Degowie as a first goal scorer.
1: Yeah, got Degowie uh, as a first goal scorer as well. Now, we look back at last year's finals. Who was the best... Uh, goal kicker in finals last year. Jordan De Goey hit 12 goals, and boy were they a good 12 goals. They yeah. weren't a regular 12 goals. <laughs> I've watched a few of those back. Yeah. They were a cracking 12 goals. He kicked the first goal the most, equal most of any player this year. Um, And I think the fact that he's coming back off an injury means he's going to spend a little bit more time forward. And even throughout the season, we've seen that if he does drift into the midfield, it's in the second half. It's not in the first half, he plays forward and then he'll creep into the midfield as the game progresses. I love him at $9. All right,
0: let's have a look at the qualifying final, Geelong and Collingwood. Collingwood for mine, they are the value in this as the outsider. Jacob Wilson, where are you going?
1: Yeah, I'm coming with you on that one. The fact that they're... I don't know in this game. That's where I sometimes look at it and you go, <laughs> as I say, West Coast. I think we know West yep. Coast are going to win this one. Geelong-Collingwood, I don't know. Yep. Because there's a lot of reasons. Collingwood have sort of got a new team. You look at their, their team. They've always got no injuries now. Yeah, Beams is out, but he wasn't playing last year. Tom Langdon's out. But they've got almost everyone else back. I wouldn't almost have Ace, uh, Sear and Cox in their best 22 at the moment. So. They're almost fully fit again. And then you look at Geelong and Geelong have been going win-loss every match since the bye. So even their form line is just up and down, up and down. So I think anyone who thinks that they know what's going to go in this game is crazy because both of these are, are really unknown quantities. So you like Collingwood head-to-head. Well, they're the outsider. You can get them at $2.05. Yeah. And when it's a toss of the coin, you can get someone at $2.05. I'll take that.
2: Jay boy Yeah, I like Collingwood too. Again, I feel like this is a bit of a 50. So you, you reduce your wage, I think, in, in this game. Uh, but I do like Collingwood. 1-39. I don't think they're going to blow Geelong out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Geelong's the best defensive team in the comp. Collingwood, I think, the second best. So I'm thinking this is going to be low scoring, typically finals like football. Um, a real dour contest. So I'm looking at Collingwood 1-39, $2.50. I think that's great value Plus the total uh, point score under, $147, $1.88. So think is a low line, that
1: $147. It is. But yeah. scoring yep. does come down in finals. And as you mentioned, these yep. are two of the best defensive teams. Geelong are about a goal
2: a game better than anyone else defensively. Yeah, so you're looking at Tom Stewart <laughs> and, and uh, Harry Taylor played a significant role there. But I just think Collingwood's weapons, like Brody Grundy, is yeah. in just rare form. I love your man Jordan Goey coming back. He could tear this in your sure. I just think that Collingwood really has the weapons, uh, to beat Geelong here, it's just whether it clicks. Darcy Moore coming back, I think, is really good for their defence. Also, like Trelaw to get most disposals in Group A at $2.50. So, yeah. I, thi- I think Collingwood Geelong is. Chalor is one that the opposition are happy to let go. They roll the dice yep. with Chalor in the belief that his dispos- disposals won't hurt you as much as Pendlebury or Duguay or Sidebottom. So I think Chalor will rack it up most disposals group. Chalor team to tag. I'm actually coming with you. One of my bets
1: for this game is Chalor to win 30 plus disposals, just yeah. paying a dollar 41. Now yeah. when I saw that, I thought, doesn't he do that every week? Yeah. He's done it 18 of 22 times. Yeah. If he just keeps up that rate, he should be sitting at dollar 22. Yeah. He's at a dollar 41. So anything you can get involved in this game with Treloar, um 30, getting a lot of disposals 30, 35, 40 mm-hmm. uh, plus I think get on board there that is your special too
2: yeah total points yeah I just think it's this is just it's predictable as the day is long this is going to be a really dowered affair it's going to be a very strong defensive mindset uh, from both teams it will be tight I mean Chris Scott comes into this game under a significant spotlight yeah. you know there's just no way he's going to want this to be a, sh- a shootout if you know what I mean yeah. so uh, it's going to be fascinating
1: so the other thing I think we need to talk about here is the venue. So I think there's two <laughs> things that uh, are notable about this. The first thing I found was that since uh, 2006, Geelong and Collingwood have always played at the MCG. Mm-hmm. So the, I, don't, I find it really funny that Collingwood, uh, Geelong, are now complaining when they always the average crowd for these these two clubs just uh, over that period is 72,000. So I think if Geelong were complaining, you know, Round Four last year, saying, "Oh, we want the game at..." at Skilled stadium, then you go, Well, that's okay because you know they, 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 they're actually thinking about their fans and what they want. Now that it's come to a final, all of a sudden they don't care about it getting making all this extra money, which they did previously. Now they want their home ground advantage. I find that a bit funny. Secondly, how much better are they at home than away this year? <laughs> they're 20 points better at, um, yep. at GMHBA than the MCG. So if this game was being played at GMHBA, I think you have some uncomfortable favourites. The yep. fact that it is at the MCG. I think takes them from probably you a know, 65% favourite back to a 50-50 game. Yep.
0: Love it. Well, that's what the stats mean, because yeah. you just bring all that. And we uh, it might as well intentionally... be Chinese half of that, because uh, <laughs> Jay and I just tune right out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a break. We've had a look at the two finals, and we've got two to go. You're watching Footy Fill Up.
2: BetEasy is upping the value with BetBoost. Apply your allocated BetBoost to increase your potential winnings on a range of sports and racing markets now including Racing Exotics. BetEasy makes it easy to raise your game with BetBoost.
0: Welcome back to Footy Fill Up. Let's have a look at the elimination final, the Giants and the Doggies. The Doggies, the fast finishers of the home and away season, hit form, dangerous team, and they are the favourites. Jacob, what are you doing? Of course they're the
1: favourites. So you don't have to sell me on the doggies. I love <laughs> the Doggies. I got on board a few weeks ago when they were paid 51 for the flag. They're being what? crashed in at this stage. Yes, they're starting favourites, and they could start favourites uh, next week, and they could start favourites. The form they are in the moment, you, it is irresistible. They've scored 111 points per game over the last six weeks. That's 19 more per game than anyone else in the league. They're not relying on any one player up forward. Bailey Dale is their number one mm. goal kicker. Mm. Then you've got Shackey's kicked 11, Lloyd's kicked 10, Dixon's kicked 9, Norton's mm. kicked 8. The midfielders are hitting the scoreboard. They're off. They're an offensive juggernaut at the moment, and that's what when they get scary because we already know they're a great midfield. But when that forward line is working, they are just about the best team in the league. That is incredible because when they finished the
0: season, everyone was fearful of. Coming up against them in the final, and I think the Giants, after two
1: years ago, they'll be going, I'm oh, not the Bulldogs again!" Oh, they got them two weeks ago, and they knocked them over by about 60 points. So Incredible! They know what they're up against here. All right. right, and that's your special. This is my special. I think just Bulldogs head-to-head, dollar 78. That is a special bet.
2: Okay. I've gone Bulldogs, same one to 39, which is two dollars 30. I've tried it. Th- make a case for GWS on my head all week because you've always thought with, with a stronger team back, they get players back you know, will it click for this GWS side at home? But you're right, the past six weeks, I mean, the form is right in front of you. The Western Bulldogs, one of the most informed teams in the comp, so you have to stick with them. For me, the balance of this midfield battle is fascinating because GWS have been have been brought up, they've been coached their whole life to back in their offensive talents. However, they come in in a, in a cutthroat final against a team Team with a with a midfield that's got Bontempi, uh, McRae, and Dunkley, of course, who are absolutely on fire. So if you're one of those GWS midfielders and you've known to play AFL going one way all the time, if they do that in this one, you know and Pally and Co are going to burn them on the way back. So how much balance is there going to be in the game? Because there's a, there's a big chance they're just going to go really either way. the Bo maybe maybe tags uh, Bontempi, Bont Bont McCrae yeah, Bont Pally, uh, I would think, but. I just I just wonder um, how prepared the Giants on ballers are going to be to be more accountable and work hard the other way I because they could be, be exposed here. I think you have to be so accountable in this match because you, yep. our numbers suggest that
1: Bond, McRae and Dunkley are three of the top ten midfielders in the AFL over mm. the last 11 weeks. Yep. This is no ordinary midfield. You look at GWS, Kelly's missed a lot of that time. Canilio's yep. out they don't have a top 15 midfielder over that same period. Yeah. So you've got the best three midfielders on the ground yeah. at the moment
2: being Bulldogs players. So you can't go in there yeah. assuming you're going to win it because you're yeah. probably going to lose it. So are they are going to be shown respect to go? Are those Bulldogs midfielders in this game against a team who've just been harboured to back themselves this whole time? Are they going to show those guys respect? Well, if they don't, the draws will be around the ankles pretty quickly. That's from thinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can try and make a case for GWS. And the case for GWS is their key forwards. Yeah. So you look at what they've done this year. They've kicked the most goals from their key mm. forwards of any team. So That's uh, Cameron, Himmelberg, Finlayson. Gotta respect those three players and what the Bulldogs have given up this year, they're giving up the third most goals to key forwards of any team. So if they're gonna get away from them, I think it's gonna be because they're up every time they go up forward, yeah. Cameron Himmelberg and Finlayson are gonna be clunking them and kicking goals. So where I'm going for, for last a week of... it was a circus with Cameron. No, wasn't I mean, it? no, 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 no. That's, don't that's, sugarcoat
0: that's, this, is... this, marshmallow, because he was lucky. He had the week off. He needed cooling down after what they did. They with already,
1: they, already need, they were already the highest scoring team in terms of goals from key forwards. At least it wasn't based around last year okay. where they just embarrassed Gold Coast because everyone's got to play against Gold Coast. Put some year.
0: perspective around that though. The Cameron, you, you you blew your lid two weeks ago in the last game with Cameron. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm very excited that Cameron uh, got. What, did got the Coleman. Did, the, but yeah. Coleman. He, did he, they do he, the right he, thing, do you think? Did they do the right thing in changing their game to get him the Coleman? I don't think they did. When, when, when you look at their form line going into that game, yeah. they were struggling. And all of a sudden, their whole game... They weren't working on their game plan. It's essentially a training run against, yeah. um, against Gold Coast. And mm-hmm. they spent that whole training session just feeding the ball to Jeremy Cameron. Surely you've got to be trying to work on your... The, the, the formula you're going to take into finals, not on common metal chase race. Mm. There was more heat in the rehearsal. Yeah. Oh. He,
2: he has backed away from being <laughs> thrown at a million miles I think, I, I think the way they <laughs>
1: approached that game was
2: wrong. Now, what he means to say, instead of betting down their game plan for finals, yeah. they, it was turned into a circus and a novelty bet for them just feeding Cameron yeah. for the Coleman. And you love Dunkley, thirty plus. I love that bit. I think you'd have this at halftime. I reckon. As I said, they're going like, to sixty for the game. They're going to lock down on Bontempi and, and the other two could McRae. absolutely have their way. Yep. So I think McRae and Dunkley, whichever way you go, are going to get bulk possessions in this one.
0: All right, fantasy fill up time. Jacob is our man for the fantasy game. You're looking at the elimination final on Thursday night, Dom Sheed.
1: Yeah, I'm focusing on those first two games. I think they're probably the better games to watch. I think one for the. Hey, what the margin's going to be in the West Coast game. I think there's going to be a real story out of that mm-hmm. if, it's a, if it's a blowout. So in that game, I'm looking at Dom to, to uh, and his form as well. He was a grand final hero um, last year, but the last four weeks, he's dramatically out of form. He was averaging 101 fantasy points from the first 18 matches of the of this year. He's averaging 68 over the last four weeks. Um, He's only playing 50% of his time in the midfield, which is down for about 65% in those earlier rounds. So he's one to watch because at the moment, he's not getting that midfield time. He's not getting the disposals. He's not hitting the scoreboard. We saw what he did last year in the finals, but I think he's that far out of form. That line of 95 is too high. I'm going to take the unders on that. And the second fill-up is Paddy Dangerfield. Paddy Dangerfield. Is he the most in-form player in the competition at the moment? I think he yep. picked up nine Brownlow votes in the last three weeks. Oof. He was averaging 127 fantasy points across those three matches, which is number one in the AFL. His line sitting 110.5. And, and we all know how he likes to play in the finals. I sort of spoke about it during the week that he likes to put that... Superman cape on and really take um, the game into his own hands. And I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to try and dominate this match. He's going to play through the midfield. So that h- line of 110 and a half with the form that he is in mm-hmm. as the number one player in the league, is just too low. Let's go over on Patrick Dangerfield.
2: All right. and, and Levi Greenwood, Normally, it was historically, he's tagged Joel Selwood. Um, but well, Greenwood's been playing more half-back this year, it's so been, I don't think the midfield tag's If he does that. as well,
1: I think Kelly's been proven to be uh, a better target for the tag. He's mm-hmm. been more... Uh, gettable than Dangerfield. Yep.
0: Alright, let's have a look at the last game, the qualifying final. Brisbane Lions hosting Richmond at the Gabba. Brisbane the outsiders. Now, it's not often you go to a restaurant and you get the taste of soup before it hits the table, boys. <laughs> Guess what Richmond did at the G? They gave Brisbane what they could expect in grand final time. That's why I'm tipping Brisbane to win it. What but, do you like?
1: It's sort of a, it's a different flavour soup because <laughs> if so. you're keeping, keeping this analogy alive, because it was at the MCG. This game's not at the MCG. It yep. changes the flavour of the game dramatically because... super <laughs> Nazi over I mean. here. <laughs> because you look at it, the Lions are 11-1 and one team at the Gabba oh, sorry, in Queensland this year yep. and a 5-5 five and five team on the road yep. so they, it is a completely different ball game for them now I will preface this I'm going to back in Brisbane in this match but I still think Richmond are premiership favourites because this is the only game Richmond will have to play away from the MCG for mm-hmm. the finals no matter what happens um, for the rest of the series so even if they're probably starting for me they're starting maybe a little bit outside of maybe 50-50 in this game Every other match for the finals, they'll be starting favourites. So don't worry too much, Richmond fans, that I'm backing against you because I still think you win the flag. But Brisbane at $2.20 do represent really good value
2: just because of how strong they've been. Um, at the Gabba this season. Big call this, but I
0: think this is our grand final
2: too. Yeah? Yeah. Um, We've been on the same page up until now. I think Richmond, still the better team. So if it wasn't for a Lincoln McCarthy screamer in the dying minutes against Shillong, the Cats win that game. So they're not invincible up there. They can be beaten by good sides uh, up at the Gabba. I think Richmond's past two months has been outstanding. Mm -hmm. We saw Jack Rewalt give uh, Marcus Adams an absolute uh, bath. I think Lockie Neal, hang on, Jake, Neal <laughs> he is more attention around the stoppages. There's no way he's having 14 um, uh, clearances again. And I think Dylan Grimes, as we saw at the MCG, is good enough to handle a uh, Charlie Cameron. Nick Vloston an underrated defender. Not only should he have been in the All Australian 40, probably could have made the team as well. So, Tiger fans, I still think you win. Won't be a blowout. 1 to 39 is $2.10. And for a bit of value, for a bit of value, Jacob. Press your most disposals. Yes, he had a light training session on Friday. This man is the most underrated link in the Richmond chain, in the Graham most tackles. So he's the one who's going to be pressuring Neil on the stoppages. You'd be wearing him, as a Jim Carey said, like a glove. So that'll be the match up there in the midfield. I think Richmond can um, can get up here, and that would absolutely cement their premiership right. favouritism.
1: I'm going to come back at you with a couple of your points yep. made there. Do you think that Dylan Grimes will yep. be allowed to get away with what he no. did last week, this week? The no. holding. Holding, grabbing, just that no. gra- The umpires will be on to him. And I think that's going to free up a lot of opportunities for Charlie Cameron to get a few free kicks early because I was watching that game. I thought to myself, he could have had... He kicked two, probably could have kicked four because the umpires really didn't take good care of him. Yep. The other area that you said there was... Yes, Jack Riewoldt gave a bath to old Marcus yep. Adams kicked Four goals yep. a very early in the match. Yep. But they moved Darcy Gardner onto him and he didn't kick a goal on Darcy Gardner. So that was a yep. bit of learning, I think, for, yep. for the That's Lions. That's the soup
0: I was talking about. Well, yeah. there
1: we go. You know what? We don't want that matchup. We want the Darcy Gardner on Jack Riewoldt matchup. He can work on it during the week and yep. know what he's up against. So that was... Again, I, you, what you're saying is right. He did towel up old Marcus Adams, yep. but Darcy Garner did a really good job on him. Yep. And I don't think
0: they're going to have 16 marks inside 50, Richmond, like yep. they did last time. Yep. And Brisbane won every other stat.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, you look at the last three quarters. Yes, the first quarter was well and truly in um, Richmond's favour, but those last three quarters were almost dead even. Mm-hmm. So you take there's a lot for Brisbane to take away from those three quarters go, look, we were taking blown away in the first uh, quarter, but for three quarters we matched it with Richmond at the MCG. Yep.
0: All right, the footy fill-up multi. You can find this in the enhanced odds section. We pick a leg each of the four games. Which one are you leaning towards? Uh,
2: staying on the doggies, mate. Okay, doggies. I like West Coast at the line. West Coast at the line, and it is 28. 28, so we're going to kick off this weekend in fine fashion, Dicko. All right, and I
0: love Brisbane plus six and a half, so I think that one's going to go down to the wire. And you mm-hmm. said that they haven't beaten, or they can be beaten at the Gabba. Yep. Did they beat West Coast at the Gabba? Yep. Yep. Smacked yep. them. Smacked yeah. them. Smacked a few good teams at the game. Yeah, I know. was just saying that Geelong should have <laughs> <play> won that game. <laughs> right. Just wanted to see what oh, sort of movement I'd get there in the oh, station. I have got over it, have I? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take you long to get uh, off his hymn sheet either. You said, we're not on the same page with this one. <laughs> All right, outstanding work, Jacob Thanks and Jay. Enjoy your final series, week one, and it's going to kick off Thursday night with West Coast and Essendon. You'll be watching Footy Fill Up. See you next week.